Yeah. <laughs> God, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to the very last episode of our SoFlo Summer Brewery Tour without the bar podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and as always, the schmuck to my left. <laughs> yeah, I'm always to your left, actually. Yeah, me, Jeff. It's Jeff. What's Hollywood. up? I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff's here. Jeff, how you doing? I'm good. Feeling yeah. good. Getting a little second, maybe even getting, third wind. Yeah, I was getting tired coming here. but At least Maybe fourth wind. I don't even know. You know, our guest excitement just kind of <laughs> livened me up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And across from Jeff, joining us yet again for the fourth time in a row, Darren or the house. What's up, Darren? How's it going, man? Good, dude. How are and you? And we don't have to share yeah. a mic this time. I know. Isn't yeah. it cool? It's so cool. And our special, special guest is not Dave. Red Dave. It's not Dave from the Florida Beer Blog. It's Brian from Due South. Hello, hello. Making his triumphant return. <laughs> second <laughs> time I'm not second appearance. Ass. I'm yeah. feeling kind of weird about that. Talk about being pirates. Well, I mean, if you, have to, if you have to grab an ass, I'm here, so, you know. Well, <laughs> I've got some other options, too. I mean, we are at the brewery, so there's that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Darren's looking good over there, too, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some That mustache says some stuff, you know. I'll get it to curl down. <laughs> <laughs> we were here at Due South here in Boynton Beach, Florida, in the back of the Bang Bang Room. Uh, to, be, to be honest, this is called the air-conditioned tap room, air which is a lovely 15 room. degrees cooler than the outside. We call it a bang-bang room, though. Bang-bang room, yeah. It's the back room. It's it's intimate. It's it sexy in here. We're on a nice I mean, round table. candles. And, that's... Yeah. Round table. We're all nice well, and just, close I mean, to each my, other. And... My shorts got a little tighter when I got in here. That's all I'm saying. Situation yeah. going on. Had to do a lot with the caramel latte. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a sexy beer, right. too. That is a sexy beer. <laughs> So we're going to do South, like I just said. One of my favorite breweries in Florida. We've been saying that for God knows how long. And we're finally and here. We're finally here. Yeah. Finally. Now, we can't, months we and months can't later. thank you guys enough for, for making the trick to see us. Um, it, it, it means a lot. Um, you know, our little breweries come quite a long way in the last four years, and uh, I'm, I'm so grateful it took you this long to get here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and if you could have waited longer, it would have been better. Well, I mean, by the, time, by the time you guys come back, you know, in another four years, we'll have a totally different tap room. Oh, yeah? yeah. You might be the new owner. Oh, yeah, totally. That'll go over well. Yeah, Brian's right, taking yeah. over things. <laughs> Due north. <laughs> do something. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> That's even a better name, though. Just do something. Do something, brewing. Yeah, yeah just do it. So we were, dude, this is, I'm, I'm so, I was so excited for this episode, like, the minute I knew Brian was going to be on, because I know what, I knew what it was coming. <laughs> we're going to be off the walls. Oh, of course. This thing's coming off the rails already. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're here at, at Due South in the, in the back in the air-conditioned tap room, drinking some delicious Due South beers. So, Brian, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the bone to you here. Awesome. Kind of tell us what you do at Due South and kind of how you got started and, and kind of like the history of Due South. So, so my official title is Regional Director of Sales, but... Um, at Duke South, we all have to wear a bunch of different hats. So I like I like to be like the the outside market, you know, uh, ambassador to that degree. Uh, sales is really now I'm getting seduced by the lovely Kara. That's awesome. Kara's hopping uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, uh, my my official title is regional director of sales. But I mean, a lot of us we do wear the hat of ambassador when we're out in the market. We all love our brewery. Uh, we do call it our brewery. We are a team. We are a family. Um, Origins of Due South start like any other brewery. Um, you know, uh, ours is just a little cooler because a guy went out one day to make a beer for his wife. Um, Mike Hawker, owner of our brewery, our captain, 
uh, went out one day. His wife, Jody, was allergic to sulfites and wine, so he went out to go get a home wine kit from a hobby shop. And uh, to, to our benefit, to all the employees that do South Benefit, the guy behind the counter said, hey, man, you don't want to learn how to make wine. You want to learn how to make beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mike started making beer uh, on his back porch. Um, famously told me that he dumped more beer than he drank, which, I mean, I'd like to see what that dude was dumping because <laughs> uh, I would have jumped on board much sooner than that uh, than, than I did back in 2012. But uh, dumped more beer than he said he sampled, but started winning some contests uh, throughout the state of Florida, um, famously at uh, Havana Hideout right here in Lake Worth, Florida, Category 3, uh, won a bunch of times. Uh, but the beer that really kind of started our brewery was the Caramel Cream Ale. Um, it's a cream ale. We loaded up with a ton of caramel malt. We aged it on vanilla, but twas not always so. Uh, that beer was brewed 100 times for Jody until she said, that's the beer that, you know, that I like. Poor and Mike. she likes it. God, vanilla um, would be back, a, Yeah, right? our, Just, throw vanilla. Guy, it'll be yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, you know, any of you dudes who have a girlfriend or a wife, you know, it's she tells you no 99 times. It's like, do you really want to keep going after it? Um, <laughs> he kept going after it, and she finally said, yeah, dude, that's the beer. So, yeah. um, we're, we're She grateful. sounds like an incredible woman. <laughs> hey <laughs> No, jo- Jody's awesome. Uh, no, but to that end, um, you know, that's the beer that really kind of started the brewery. Um, I, in a lot of ways, I like to call that beer uh, Fisher-Price, my first craft beer, because it's kind of turned people from the Miller Lights and the Heinekens and all that other stuff of the world to a different palate. Um, you know, it provides that sweetness, but it's unoffensive, rounds out super dry, gives a little bit of vanilla, rounds out, you know, just awesome. Very food-friendly, uh, lighter than you. There's a burn in here. What's that? <laughs> There's a burn in here. Oh, no, it's, it's someone laughing because someone drank Windex? No. No. <laughs> Who knows? Lots of crazy things happening at Due South. This, this bang bang room Tomorrow gets nuts. we're drinking acid. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the hazing ritual for the new brewers. They take the acid clean shot. Yeah. You know? Little star sand. Little star sand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With, with a little. No, but um, I mean, since then, I mean, brewery's doors opened um, in May of 2012. Got a lot of people in the joint. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, we tried to tell people, like, hey, man, it's a brewery. And people were still coming up and be like, hey, man, two Heinekens, two rum and Cokes, and uh, where's your menu? Uh, doesn't exist. You know, uh, <laughs> the menu is right here. It's roasted cocoa stout. It's honey vanilla weed. It's Category 3 IPA. You know, and caramel cream ale. Deal with it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. I, I, was, I was telling people before, like, so, um, you know, are they going to have, like, martinis or anything? Like, like no, nah, man. There are eight beers on draft. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That's it. Nah, cuz. That's what you need. So when when did you guys kind of open at this location here? So uh, this particular location uh, was on our radar in 2011. There was another one close by that was the initial uh, initial have another cat five Brian uh, the, the, the initial <laughs> the initial uh, home of due south, but it didn't really kind of work out. This space was a sure. little bit better. Um, and uh, one of our one of our old employees, Adam. Uh, walked in here the day that like Mike was walking around trying to figure stuff out, yeah. begging for a job. He's like, "Hey man, if you're ever looking for someone, my name's Adam. Love to work in your tap room when it opens." And that was in 2011. Right. Um, city of Boynton Beach at the time uh, didn't know what to expect with breweries. There was some talk that it was going to bring some weird people into town. Um, it did bring weird people, but it's beer geeks, uh, and we're a different kind of weird. We, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, not spend money on ramen noodles, but spend every dollar that we have on rum barrel aged Mariana <laughs> Trench. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's Guilty. the thing. Not yeah. that we just did that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the kind of crowd that that we brought to Boynton, and and you know since that time, uh, since that we opened here, uh, two more facilities just opened up within our backyard. So 
um, you're kind of seeing like the Boynton Beach Beer District. And uh, to us, that's cooler than anything. Yeah. yeah, you're leading the way in, in creating that market down here, and it's really cool. Well, I mean, again, Palm Beach County is a different animal, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, we th- there's a lot of people who live here full time, myself included. But I mean, you know, anybody uh, from from November on, it's basically French Canada and Boston yeah. and New York in this in this territory. So um, it's really kind of neat to see those people gravitate to our brewery too. You know, Absolutely. you have the locals jumping on board, but then you know. But, I mean, it, no one really knew what to expect, you know, back right. in that time, too. Yeah. yeah, sure. So what is your output, um, you know, barrels and, and whatnot? So uh, annually, we're, we're looking at about 7,000, 8,000 barrels annually. Oh, wow. Last year, we did just a little above 6,000. So we're looking to do a little bit more this year. Um, obviously, that's, you know, a distribution thing. As we continue to grow, we're looking at other areas to kind of branch out of. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently, our footprint is Jacksonville down to Key West. Uh, parts of Pennsylvania, but um, there's some other states that have expressed some interest in due south. Uh, I care not to say at this time, because wow, don't care to say at this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, broke, he broke it out on us. Well, I mean, you know, it's going to happen at least one point in this, uh, but no, I, I care not to say at this time, but uh, there's some other places outside our current network that really express a lot of interest in us. Um, I, you know, and I think we have the, the perfect brand for that, for, for people to get into craft beer but they continue in it with a with right. a particular right. yeah, style right, yeah. yeah i mean that's good to hear that other states are coming to you guys saying hey we're interested in having kind of your product in our community and, and very supportive of that because right. florida's kind of a hassle for distro reasons to like trucks have to like kind of go down and come across and go back up and we well, get a lot of things that other states get plenty of. Well, I mean, you know, not a lot of people ordering oranges year-round. You know, you got to get on a truck yeah. somehow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if a dude wants to come pick up beer, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, kind of what are your kind of uh, year-rounds and kind of what are some of your, like, specialty beers that you guys do? So, I mean, our, our year-round brands, our year-round beers, are our, our beers that we're really proud of, really have a lot of uh, energy behind, and stuff that the dudes in our brew house and, and guys out in the market are drinking all the time. Obviously, the caramel cream is the lead dog. Mm-hmm. Um, again, cream ale. Fantastic. Tons of caramel malt. Yeah. 5% alcohol, too. I mean, a lot of people like to think that, you know, a darker beer is sometimes associated with a higher alcohol beer, and that's not the case with that one. Right. Uh, it's 5% and rounds out dry. I mean, mm-hmm. providing that sweetness. Very food-friendly, especially with barbecue. Um, nothing commercially like it, too. I mean, when I'm, when I'm talking to people about that beer in particular, they go, well, what's it like? Is it like a yingling? Is it like, oh, no, there's... Dude, I couldn't tell you a beer that yeah. this one's like because there's nothing like it. Um, it's the old dirty bastard of beers. Yeah, there's, no, <laughs> there's, no, there's no father to its style. But, uh, no, I, that, that one's the lead dog. And, again, uh, I, I can't find anything in comparison to it. Yeah. Um, and it's just an animal. Uh, Category 3 IPA is actually creeping up on caramel for overall sales, which is really kind of neat to see. Um, we would like to call that one a Florida-style IPA. It's all of 6%. Big hop flavor up front. Rounds out with a good residual sweetness and finishes dry. You're going to see that as a common theme with the Due South beer, with that dry finish. Yeah. It's kind of what we're going for. You know, it's kind of our thing. If, if there's any staple to what we do, it's that dry finish. You're not going to have a lingering sweetness. You're not going to have that lingering bitterness. You're not going to feel like the hops that we're using, pulling the enamel off your teeth or the treatments that we're using are, like, super artificial. It's that dry finish that lets you know, like, there's some more stuff in that glass. Yeah. Keep going and then mm-hmm. buy another one. Yeah. And then for me, buy another one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Cat 3 is, is one of those beers that people, especially in Palm Beach County, more so than anywhere else. I mean, you, you get to Orlando and Jacksonville and, you know, 
uh, parts of Miami Dade and Broward, you know, you don't see a whole lot of Cat Three on taps, but in Palm Beach County, you'll find that beer. Uh, throw a rock, we'll hit ten places from here that are carrying wow. it. It's it's our other you know our other core brands that you'll see a lot more frequently. Uh, next one in the lineup is the Craft American Lager. Um, again, we're in South Florida. Um, you know we have winter probably thirty days, possibly forty five throughout the year, and that's when people bring out those dumb space heaters. You know, <laughs> wasting, <laughs> wasting propane because it's sixty five degrees outside. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You have no it's idea. So cold. You have no idea what I deal with oh, with the space oh. heaters. Oh, yeah. It's and 73 and I'm wearing a sweatshirt and jeans. Can you bring it out? No. No. <laughs> no, your house is probably this temperature. How about you enjoy this <laughs> right? for the little bit of time that you have it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm out in like a t shirt and jeans and I'm like comfortable and they're freaking out because it's, it's 65 degrees. I have one fleece that says due south and I get to wear it 15 days. And there's not a day that I don't wear it. Of course, you got it. You wear yeah. the shit out of that. Listen, right? if it's, if it's yeah. 80 degrees, I'm still wearing that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it out, but uh, it's the last day I can wear it. <laughs> Sorry. See you um, next year. But again, Craft American Lager, I like to say it's like a blend of a German Dortmunder and a German Pils. Because with that beer, you get that big honey sweetness up front. You get that great hot bitterness. And then that dry finish with a lingering kind of like biscuit on the, on the back end there. And that beer is only 4.7. So, I mean, that, that lower ABV, that great hot bitterness, basically what we're trying to replicate with that beer too is, um, you know, those, those Euro lagers. Sure. Um, when they get to this country, you know, you think like the Bitburgers and Radaburgers of the world, um, additives, preservatives, stuff to keep it fresher longer. By law, they have to do that before they send it here. So what we're trying to do is replicate that feeling. Because, you know, beer is basically, you know, triggering some sort of emotional thing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very, you know, uh, communal beverage. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we're sitting here drinking beers. Right. Uh, if you're drinking beers by yourself, you're still not drinking beers alone because you'll remember the time you had a Cat 5 with somebody or, or you know, whatever. But right. uh, what we're trying to replicate with that Craft American Lager is, you know, that feeling when you're walking into that German brewery and having that beer and how euphoric it is, you know, yeah. like, there's nothing quite like that. So, I mean, when you get a craft in your hands and you actually drink it, it's the way that beer's supposed to be, you know, lagers, the most consumed beer in the world. So why not have it with flavor? Why not have it with a little bit of body and why not make it taste really fucking good? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what we're going for with that beer. When that beer, when we first made that beer, um, the guys in the brew house couldn't get enough of it. I mean, I, I would come in here. I was all jazzed up, like, my first week. I'm like, all right, guys, what are we doing? You know, having beers. It's beer 30. Lager, lager and, day. And I'm seeing lager, 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 lager. I'm like, dude, you know we got Cat 4 on, right? Like, yeah. lager, 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 lager. And I'm like, all right. Shit. I'm like, am I, am I the only dick who has a snifter of Cat 4? And then they gave me shit for having a snifter of Cat 4, so there's that. Yeah, then you, <laughs> you got to go full size on it, well, you know? Well, I mean, club glass is a must if you're going to, you know, be doing something. But, uh, no. Um, we love that beer. I love that beer. Um, it's great for the porch. It's great for the football game. It's great for tailgating, but it's also great to just sit around and have a beer. You'll, you'll find a lot of people, too, are gravitating to that Craft American Lager as well. Your Miller Lite, your Bud Light people. Uh, the cans are really, uh, they're, they're flying, um, especially at Total Wine and Whole Foods, more sure. places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, and, and here, too. Um, it's light, refreshing, easy drinking, I mean, for a state that has nothing but summer. Um, and then the Coup de Gras, I like to call it the crown jewel of the Due South uh, portfolio. Um, it's a beer we're really proud of. Uh, it's a beer that I will put up against any beer in the country. I said it here first at the At The Bar podcast. Um, <laughs> Category 5 Imperial IPA. 
Awesome. Um, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 easily one of the best double IPAs in the country. I know I'm biased in saying that, but please, if you have a Cat 5, tell me which beer is better than that. Yeah. Y- you can't. Uh, well, stylistically better than that. Um <laughs> Because there's some great beers in the world. I don't want to. I don't want to say Cat Five is the end all be all, but Cat Five is the end all be all. Um. <laughs> for the, the dippers. Yes, for, but for, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that beer is all of eight five, but does not drink that way. You have tons of grapefruit, tons of citrus, but that dissipates. You get a wave of malt, which is not really indicative of that style. It's that big residual sweetness. Rounds out with like a little bit of pineapple, and that finish with like grapefruit and citrus, and then dry. Boom, done. I mean, I'd like to sell that beer in six packs, but if we did, people would text ex-girlfriends like it was going out of style. Uh, <laughs> Everybody would be getting in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it, really yeah. is, it, it really is one of those things that, you know, the four-pack is perfect. I'd like to say Cat 3 is my football beer. Cat 5 is when my football team is playing, like, shit beer. Yeah. Because I'll just forget the entire I, I would need a lot of Cat 5 as a Giants <laughs> fan. <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, we're, we're sharing a brain here. Yeah. <laughs> four-pack goes a long way, man. Uh, but, but no, but to that end, um, all in all, just a, a tremendous beer. Flavor components are just on point. You're never going to get anything that's too assertive either. And anything over 8.5, sometimes you get that real booziness, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not getting that in that beer. It's all that hop flavor without imparting a ton of bitterness. Sure. Um, we're really proud of that. 2014, uh, best IPA in Florida, Florida Beer Championship. Uh, other medals that, you know, I, I'd probably mess up the name if I told you one. But, I mean, that, that beer is very much ballyhooed. We're very proud of it. Um, so, everybody listening, go buy a Cat 5 now. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm, I'm Darren, actually what, I'm empty, so what I might got get one. You, what beer got you into Do South? Into Do South? Yeah. Um, Maybe the, your first Do South beer. Probably Cat 3. Okay. Cat yeah, 3 is on Cat 3 on me, Darren Dabs, buddy. <laughs> mine, was, my, mine was definitely Caramel Cream Ale on Nitro. Like, Ooh, so good. Okay. Just so smooth and just perfect. And Nitro makes that beer amazing, as it you does get, for almost get, every beer. But it makes that beer really incredible. Mine's was a Caramel Cream in the can at Celery City in Sanford. The yes! old label, the gold and the garnet label. Right, the, the cream like, soda deal, yeah. Caramel Cream. What, like, what the hell is that? I go, I'll take one. And we're playing skee-ball or whatever the fuck. It's Whatever the, the I fuck know, it it's is. a shuffle shot deal. Shuffle that damn shot. game. Right, that right, they really the back, had there yeah. at Celery City, yeah. And I look at it, I'm like, what is this shit right here? Man? I end up getting like three or four of them. Oh, of course, yeah. And then that's when my Due South obsession just like overtook my life. And, and that's why every time we've talked about Florida breweries, we say you have to go to Due South literally every single time. Yeah. And we fight over who gets to claim you guys. So, like, <laughs> literally. And listen, we're, we're, again, we, I, I think I've made this, you know, expressively known before we started. We don't care. I don't want to say what we really said, but, you know, if you guys want to claim us, if both of you want to claim us, we're good with that. Sorry. Oh, it's already, been, it's yeah. already happened. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We had a whole episode of 10 must-visit breweries, and I got mad because Jeff said, do south. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I know you're going to say this, but do south. I'm like, oh, No, I left him. I left him for you, you left, last time. Alki said do south. Alki said do south. I was purposely leaving him for you. Yeah. He said it, and I got I was like, I was like, I'm going to let you have because, man. I said it the last time that we did it, and I stole it, and you went, fuck. And I was like, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mike always picks due south. So this time I let you have it, and then Alki stole it from you beforehand. And I'm like, all right, I guess we all want due south. Oh, my God. And Alki Alki was picking right in front of him, too. So we get all the way around the table. Mike's about to go, and I know damn well he's going to say due south. And Alki's like, oh, I like due south. And Mike's like, fuck again. (laughs) I mean, you can say our name twice, man. We wouldn't get upset. (laughs) Do South, do South, do South. <laughs> but, yeah, so any kind of plans you guys have in the future that you can kind of 
share or talk yeah. about? I mean, there's there's a lot of exciting stuff uh, happening with our brewery and, and selectively choose what you can share. Oh no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're 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 an open book to a certain degree. There's some things that you know I don't want to delve into because we're not really there yet. But the, the, there's a lot that I can I, I can talk about today. Um, I mean, it really, we're it's an exciting time. We're we're coming into year five. We're in year four right now. Um, and, and coming into that fifth year, there's a lot of things that we did not do. Uh, we didn't really tell the story of Due South. We never really said, you know, who we were, what we're about, why we make the beers that we make, why we do the things that we do. Sure. Why is this beer called Silky Johnson? And why is this beer called, you know, so we're... Silky Johnson? Dude, that, that beer is no joke. It's a player, Such a good name. It is a player hater to no end. If you're familiar <laughs> with the Chappelle show, there's a reason why that beer is called Silky Johnson. But... Um, it, but to that end, man. Um, I'll change it, my name to Silky Johnson. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you ever see the, Ch- I mean, I love the Chappelle show. You should make. You this should this make could like be a, a whole new episode just talking about Silky Johnson. Yeah. You should make a, a coffee beer called Coffee Black from uh, from uh, yes, what's the, semi-pro. Okay. Well, <laughs> Andre three thousand. Well, now that we character. now that we put it on the air, I don't know if I can actually full on. Uh, oh, you can take it. I won't say anything. Okay, no sweat. No. But, <laughs> I mean, it's already done. But I mean, you know, we're we're delving into what we do best, and we're delving into why we make the beers that we do and why we do the things that we do and, and telling our story. We have a really unique story. We have a really unique way of, of thank you, Kara. Um, we have a really unique way of, of, of making our beer and, and how we go about things. So we haven't really delved into that. So there's a lot of exciting stuff coming as a result of that. Um, you know, we're, we're one thing I'm really excited about that we've implemented uh, about a month ago is the dry hop series. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we're thrilled out of our minds because a lot of people know that they love hops and a lot of people know that you know ooh, me like hops hops and beer good um but a lot of people don't know hop varieties uh i mean there's a select few beer geeks who are like oh i drink nothing but citra or yeah, i drink nothing but mosaic that's so, an expensive hobby if you only drink citra well yeah well <laughs> that's why cat five is 9.99 a four pack friends um but but um go, going back to that um every basically six weeks six to seven weeks we're taking uh, our base pale ale that we serve here and um at uh, for one retailer throughout the county and we're adding a different dry hop variety to it uh the current one that we have right now is falconer's flight seven seas uh which is a, a blend of seven different sea hops so i'm gonna screw them up so um i will send you guys an email and then i'll like send you a voice document sure. like a, yeah. like just a citra um, <laughs> But um, it's Miami it's, Brewing. Yeah. Citra. <laughs> Cascades. I tell you. No, but it's, it's, it's Cascade Centennial, Citra, Cluster, Columbus. Um, I don't know the other two. Uh, so, well, again. Well, I'll put it. That sounded like seven. Yeah. No, it's five. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's a blend of that. But the next one might be Simcoe. So every six weeks, it's a different. And, and with that series, we're imparting hop flavor without imparting hop bitterness. So, I mean, you're really going to get, like, the Mosaic one was one of the ones that really kind of showcased what that what that beer could be. And, I mean, stone fruit, grapefruit, citrus, and the Mosaic. With this Falconer's Flight, you're getting a lot of, like, lemon and lime zest with a little bit of melon. Um, it's the same beer in principle, but that flavor changes every six weeks. And that's something that we're really excited for our fan base and the people that are really into the hops sure. uh, to kind of see. Um Obviously, coming up, um, my personal favorite Due South beer is Category 4 Red IPA. Um, I, I have an emotional connection to that beer. 
Um, I have an emotional connection to all of our beers, to be quite honest. But Cat 4 is the favorite son who gets the extra Christmas gift, you know. That dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cat 4, he deserves it, for crying out loud. He's the yeah. only, yeah, he's an A student. Um, but no, it's, that beer is all of 7.4% alcohol. Um, the, the hop varieties used in part pine, citrus. And on top of that rich caramel flavor in the in the background there, just unbelievable. It's a wave of flavors that you typically don't get in a in a bigger beer at seven four. And then again, rounding out dry with with that lingering hot flavor, game over. Uh, four pack cans, tons of draft going out. Um, most of it going to my house. I can tell you that with great certainty. Yeah, that Jeff, sounds like Jeff something loves I would. IPAs, yeah, yeah, red, I IPAs. Was, red IPAs are like my thing, especially when they get a little bit higher in ABV. Yeah. That red, like a double IPA, uh, double red IPA or Imperial Red, uh, I love them, and they're they're something that's not done very often and, and done very well often, and um, so I'm gonna grab as much of that as I can myself. Awesome. No, no. Uh, grab a lot. We have a lot going out. Um, and then the 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 uh, last thing of note is do you thou do south. Do south is expanding. Boom! Um, you heard it here first. Heard it here. Breaking news. Breaking no, uh, news. No, um, we purchased the building next door, uh, which provides us with twelve thousand more square feet to do our thing. Uh, it's it's great news for our little brewery in Boynton Beach. Uh, it's it's great news to hear that people actually like our beer and like to buy our beer, um, and it's testament to that. Um, that space will predominantly be tap room. Um, the space that we're currently in, including this lovely air-conditioned back room, which you guys call the boom-boom room. Boom-boom room. Um, <laughs> this will now be brewery only, um, which means we're expanding our portfolio, expanding our programs. We're going to be implementing a sour project. There is talk awesome. of a cider project. Um but yes. again, that that's yes. just talk at the moment. Um, Mike's in love with cider, so you just sold. Well, he, the tables, <laughs> the tables are cider. You got two moms. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but no. Th- <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. I was dad, just about to let that sink in just for yeah. a second. If your dad right, drinks yeah. cider, you have two moms. Heard it here twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, that that the uh, <laughs> the expanded space provides us uh, the growth that we need to be the brewery who we want to be and tell the story that we want to tell and make the beer that we want to make because we make some damn good beer and we think more of it should be out there. So sure. yeah. yeah, you have any questions, Aaron? No, um, you've been quiet. There's a lot of a lot He's of stuff being said. Music to your ears. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that we're going to see more do south. I mean, it's been something I've been trying to push more and more. Right. The, the 12,000 square feet, that's almost double the space you have now, it, right? Essentially Pretty double. Eight. This building right here that we're in is 15,000 square okay, feet. Okay, so yeah, very close yeah. to oh, oh, yeah. doubling. So it essentially and, doubles our size. I mean, what's 3,000 square feet, right? It's just a house. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a house or, you know, a, a, a million-dollar apartment in Miami, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least yeah. a million. No, but that's, that's going to be in insane. That's insane. You're going to be able to do a lot, a lot more with that. And, and we're, we're going to be able to bring more people into our space, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's always some trepidation. I mean, we get a lot of business in the fall um, because, you know, it's cooler outside. Our, our current space, I mean, when we first opened, there was no, you know, we, we had no idea that, you know, hundreds of people wanted to come and drink beer in a warehouse. You know, we, we barely had tables and chairs for people to sit on. Right. You know, it's, it's as we continue to grow, it's like, wait, people want to hang out here all day? 
awesome. Let's <laughs> let's give them chairs to sit oh, on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, chairs and tables and all sorts of stuff. But in the summertime, I mean, it gets kind of weird. And that's when we start releasing some of our big beers, bourbon barrel-aged Mariana Trench, uh, rum barrel trench. And, I mean, it's 90 degrees outside and equally as warm in here. So what this does is it gives us an opportunity to provide air conditioning, which is essential in Florida, and have people hang out much longer and actually get more people to the party, which is really right. kind of neat. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to try some of the core Do South beers that I know we've all had, but some of you listening may have not had. So we'll do a, and you should. You should. Ding, 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 ding. So we'll Shame. do a, uh, some uh, core Do South beers, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. And oh, and we're back. Welcome back to part two. And we're back. Or Due South episode. <laughs> so we have four of Due South is Due South is Due Southies. Wow, I thought I was the only one, but here we South, are. The Been South was yeah. trying to hang in there. Or do something. Do something. <laughs> South do Beach Boyton. Um, so we have four of Do South is Do South. Uh, Do South. <laughs> Core beers here. So, Brian, <laughs> God, it's not even what drunk. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, all right. that's this is the greatest opening of all time. This I is must where say it goes. Yeah. 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 Man, <laughs> shit is getting weird at 7 p.m. on Sunday. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Dad. Yeah, I haven't hey, called you. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Okay. So, first beer, Brian, we first have. First beer that we have here, the first beer that I poured for you guys, this is Craft American Lager. And again, going back to what we were saying before, essentially what we're trying to create here is is a, a nice little blend of a German Dortmunder and a German Pilsner, if they had a baby. Um, light, refreshing, easy drinking, big honey up front, the great hot bitterness following that. Yeah. You get that biscuity sweetness, and then it rounds out super dry. Um, I, I defy you to find some a, a, a lager uh, made in, in the state of Florida that tastes as easily and crisp as this one, yeah. This is very crushable. Yeah. Yeah, but then that aftertaste, like, give it, like, two seconds after you're done, and you get that biscuit again. Yeah. That, yeah. And it's really awesome. Yeah. It's very complex for a lager. Sweetness. And, and yeah. you know, if, if you want to talk about, you know, what, what people are drinking today, you think session IPAs. The initial session IPA in, in the world of brewing was the German Pilsner. Light, under 5% alcohol, heavily hopped with a great finish. And that's essentially what that beer is. But at the same time, it's cleaner, it's crisper, it's lighter on the palate. It's not dominating any sort of you know figure on your palate there, too. Sure. You're tasting those hops, but you're also getting a good complexity of the malt there, too. So. Right. I think this is a lager done exceptionally well yeah. and, and like creatively different. So. And, and you're talking, again, I, I referenced it before, but the number one consumed beer in the world. So, I mean, you know, there, there's people who are drinking lagers every day. People, especially craft beer, you know, peeps or your, your beer geek people, you know, and, and thank you very much, Stone, in 1996 for turning us all on to, to IPAs. But fizzy yellow beer is not for wusses. If yeah. you find a good fizzy yellow beer, man, it could be damn good. And, man, it could be freaking awesome. No matter who makes it. Exactly. Yeah. Exa- well, uh, there's a couple people in Missouri that I care not to say are not making that beer up to cool. We don't put corn or rice in our beer. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but you do brew it the hard way. Um, All it, by hand. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's not bullshit. Uh, making a lager is really damn tough. It takes a lot longer. It, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we cold condition this beer for about 90 days. 
uh, that that adds to the clarity, the crispness of it. Um, the yeast variety of that beer um, takes a long time to attenuate, takes a long time to, to fluctuate, yeah. and, and takes a long time to come to final gravity. Sure. Uh, it is a very tough style to make and to produce the quality that we do on a regular basis on it. Um, uh, you ask Joel, our, our lead brewer, um, what his favorite beer of ours to make, and it's craft lager because it is so difficult to do. And I think we knock it out the park. I mean, look at that beer. It's as clean as can be. It's as light as can uh, be. Crystal clear. Um, yeah, crystal yeah. clear. And, and that's, Beautiful beer. I mean, that's, that stuff alone is tough to do, let alone in a lager where, you know, diacetyl loves lagers and bacteria loves lagers. There, there can be some brewing flaws in that beer. You can produce some tartness, some sourness. We don't. Uh, that beer is just ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's really hard, too, I mean, as, if from a brewing standpoint, to take up a tank for that long or to do, you know, to, to do something that takes so long for a style that the the point of the style is for it not to be overbearing or overflavorful. So, like, it's really fun to put out a quick ale that has a ton of flavor with all these different, you know, cocoa nibs and, and coconut. But Shut your mouth. Every, every, you know, every brewery <laughs> has, like, cocoa nibs and coconut and everything. Yeah. But um, it... It's a, it's a dedication to put out a beer like this and then do it well. And it's the beer. It's, you know, we, we were just at Bang & Banjo, and he said, you know, you go to a brewery and you try their, their lightest, you know, their lightest beer, and you can judge a lot off of that, you know, in how well that they can do something that there's so little to hide behind. And you will know if the rest of their beers are going to hold up from that. And this is, this is insane dedication to a, a style that you can't really, you can't hide mess-ups in. And there's a reason why those dudes have the number one selling beer in the world. It's yeah. because of it's a very difficult beer to make, and they've kind of figured out how to do it. Um, I mean, and it, as I told you guys before, we're still kind of figuring out who we are. So to make a lager that good, that clean, that crisp, I... I, I mean, this is beach yeah. beer, you know, golf beer. I mean... It's also a game beer. It's a, a game tailgate, beer, tailgate beer. beer. Hell yeah. It's a boat beer, for crying out loud. Yeah. It anything. morphs. Yeah, it morphs yeah. into whatever you're doing. And, and again, you know, and the thing is, it's it's got that hop flavor. And, and imparting some of that hot bitterness that a lot of people kind of long for in a lager, too. Sure, sure. Yeah. Darren, what do you think? Great. You finish yours. My, yeah, I finish It's gone. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Darren, you're like my best friend today, man. He went Cat 3 is his favorite Due South beer. That's Darren's it. like, it's okay. I, no. fin- I finished it in one sip. You know, what, whatever. <laughs> See, uh, like Clearly nobody read Randy Mosher's tasting beer. No, I'm kidding. Like we said, it's it's the any time beer. Yeah. Every day, you can just pull that out of the fridge and drink it and enjoy it. I love beers like that that like drink well at dinner and then you can like and then like you can go out on the boat and drink it in a hundred degree sun or you could be at the beach you could be on the golf course or you could be you know bowling like it's it's just anything you know and you can and it fits is a great bowling beer too and it just fits like whatever you're doing you're just like all right that, that beer fits right now right you know yeah so, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, for Thank sure. Uh, number two. Number two, the 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 beer that started it all, the caramel cream ale. The beer that took my due south virginity. <laughs> oh man! Ooh, stop it. We went easy. We went easy. <laughs> yeah. You could have gone imperial caramel. It would have been a lot rough. It's really. It's, oh, I, oh, don't even get me started. That's yeah. so amazing. It's really bad that me and Mike are on the same side of the table because when we both get boners, this table's flipping over. Well, the table did. <laughs> I mean, Darren and I Good are sitting there holding our beers up because that side of the table just went up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to slide, like the candles starting to slide off. Heyo, it's flameless. We're good. The flameless. <laughs> it, it went out for a second though. I had to give it all a tap, and now it's back up. Uh, so again, oh, there it goes again. Oh, hey. Um, anyway, caramel cream. Again, this is the beer that started all. It's a um, it's a cream ale by design. 
And again, our friends in the UK, while we're so grateful for them inventing that cream ale, we had to make it a little bit more complex and give it a little bit more flavor while still keeping that integrity of that 5% beer. Uh, the caramel malt adds color, complexity, uh, adds a different flavor component. I do have to say because, I mean, I can't tell you how many Whole Foods and total wine tastings I do where people go, how much caramel do you put in the beer? We don't put a single drop of caramel. There's no nougat. There's no candy. Just malt. Yep. This is essentially an all-malt beer until we add the vanilla bean. So uh, that, that caramel flavor is there. It's ever-present, but you still know you're having a beer. Rounding out with a little bit of that vanilla, which kind of offsets a good chunk of that roast from the from the caramel malt, and then that dry finish. I, I defy you to find a beef brisket on this planet that does not pair well with this beer. We're have to go through this real slow, Jeff. <laughs> we don't want to get too excited. This is a beer that this is like a love making beer. Like yeah. you don't just go through this real quick and say like, oh, it's good, it's this and that. No, you got to make love to this description on this beer. The beer that got me into cream ales is Anderson Valley Summer Solstice. Right, Cerveza Crema. Great yeah. to me is a fan- <laughs> fantastic cream ale. Right, <laughs> again, dude. <laughs> Cerveza Crema. That to me has a lot of flavor, like and it's like taking that and taking a cream soda. And just kind of like meshing it together into perfection. The, it, the vanilla is just the killer. Kills I mean, it. yeah. And, and again, I, in, a, I, in a good way. So what good. I, what I always tell people too is that a lot of, I mean, what makes us really unique is that we're using vanilla in an everyday beer that we make probably three times a week, if not more. Um, is we're adding vanilla bean like it's expensive you, as shit. Exactly. <laughs> if you want, if you want to think of like yeah, someone like. Avery, they released their Imperial Stout, which is an amazing Imperial Stout, right. but they're adding vanilla bean, and people are going batshit crazy for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, uh, there, there's other breweries I care not to. You know, I, I love Avery. I don't want to get that across that I, I, <laughs> that I don't. Edit that out. Um, but no, <laughs> no but, but to that end, yeah, Avery, we're adding, Avery's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Avery's they're, good, they're good. We're, they're we're, really adding, good. we're adding vanilla to a beer that we make every day, and that's, that's really unique and really kind of neat, and you can taste it. It's not artificial. If you come in here on a Tuesday morning when our dudes are cutting vanilla, when you got brewing going, it's like cereal as you're walking in, and when you come into this room, it's vanilla. Game over. So they actually hand cut vanilla beans and DC them the and everything in the boom boom room. Dude, everything. Like, see, yeah, wow. I mean, they, they put on the weird purple glove. They start slicing up vanilla beans. That's and, that's yeah. so time consuming. That's got to just really suck. I do it for a random. Like, I hate my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, these like guys, these guys are making you know 100, 120 pounds of it. So deseeding wow. like four vanilla beans is like a huge thing for me. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> well, and, I mean, they're they're cutting them, they're slicing them, they're putting in a big bucket, they're dragging it out of here. The bar top is sticky, but it still smells like vanilla in here. I mean, forget it, dude. I would like the I bar spent top. one day hanging out with an old brewer who was here, and I ha- hanging out on the Sunday just drinking beers and watching football, slicing the vanilla beans, and I was tired. And we yeah. watched a full game. Like, yeah. yeah, it's hard work. Yeah, and our our, our guys do it all, all the time. So yeah. there's not a whole lot of shit coming out of a vanilla bean like you think there's a lot there's not like you got to cut a fuckload of vanilla beans to get it. like <laughs> it's a lot and of that, vanilla and, and again that's a beer that you can get at a total wine right now yeah yeah it's unbelievable i love it or a hole in the wall bar in sanford hey celery city is not a hole in the wall they make the wall. Uh, celery city is sanford, tight as sanford. fuck yeah dude i'm a big fan of celery city there's some hole in the walls where you can find this though in palm beach county which <laughs> I, I laugh so hard because I know I didn't make the placement. I know the dude asked for it. So, like, you get dragged to some of these places, and you look on a beer menu. I'm like, 
holy shit, they have caramel cream cans. All right, on principle, I have to buy it now <laughs> and then introduce myself to this dude to see if he wants Cat 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying my product from you. It's like, hey, hey you dude, want this one? Thank you for buying our beer. I got eight more. <laughs> <laughs> you want some? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Come on, get on, do South Have Frank. you heard of Cafe Ole? It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's doing great at golf courses. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known? A great golf course beer. <laughs> Cafe Ole. So, uh, Caramel Cream, I mean, just fantastic. It's amazing. Thanks. One of Dylan. the best beers that you can get in Florida pretty much anywhere. And it's year-round. that's hard to get year-round, year exactly. It's not something that's, you know, oh, surprise, tomorrow you can't get it. No, right. it's it's there. Uh, if you've not had one, I, I highly recommend it. it. Absolutely. And especially if you're trying to transition your friends who have not gotten a craft beer yet, that is a great beer to transition them to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's sweet and light. So it's light enough to drink in the sun, but sweet enough that you're not lacking in flavor or anything. It's just it's it's really well rounded. It's a perfect beer for Florida, and and you know it's one of those beers that transitions people to your IPAs, your Imperial IPAs. I mean, people who were coming here four years ago drinking nothing but caramel are today. You guys said it before earlier. Bourbon barrel aged Mariana Trench. I mean that that stuff it exists, you know. So and we got the rum, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I have the rum right here in my hand. Do you? Where's the rum? So we'll no- try it in, this, in the next segment. Okay. So number three. Number three, and wow, serendipity, <laughs> is the Category 3 IPA. There's uh, no way you did that on purpose. What? <laughs> Hashtag rolling eyes. What? what? Why was Cat 3 the third beer? How did that happen? Um, what a coincidence. So Darren will tell us about this beer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now go. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could if you'd like. I mean, I'd have no qualms. I just interrupt you the entire time going, no, 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 no. 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 no you, you, say it, you said it wrong. No. no. It's, it's Florida style, not Florida <laughs> style. No, we like to classify this one as a Florida style India Pale Ale. Again, 44% of all craft beer sold is, is India Pale Ale. So mm. you got to separate yourself somehow. Um, what we like to do with our beers, and it's no secret, if you look at our tap lineup right now, it's no secret that Due South is loving hoppy beers. Everything that we do is a big and hoppy beer uh, for the most part. We get guff on social media from time to time. There's one time a dude walked in here, and of our 22 taps, like 20 of them were IPAs or some derivative of that. Really? Really, really. I mean, we had Midnight Marauder, Cat 4, Short Bus. I mean, we had all sorts of crazy different IPAs on there. Tap room was never busier. Tap room was never fuller. It was just one dude who's like, yeah, if I wanted an IPA, I would have got a total wine. Whatever, dude. Like, we're that's what we do best. That's so, the shit I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, I wanted to do so. Can you fucking believe they had 20 IPAs yeah. at 20? Fuck damn, I'm never going there again. Yeah. No, and they were do back. Do suck it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. and that do dude, something. And, and, yeah. and that dude came back. So <laughs> Of course. So yeah. there's that. They come back but, eventually. Yeah. But to that end, Cathery uh, brings a great hot bitterness up front. And it's that citrusy lime, lemon citrus up front. Um, rounds out with a little bit of that stone fruit and then finishes dry. That sweetness kind of lingers. But, um, again, a very food-friendly IPA. Think Thai food. Think buffalo wings. Think some. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. Yes. yes. I just burped like three times off yeah. mic. Well, you, did, well you, you were kicking yourself for doing You're it off I did, mic. I did like stuff. this. I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to do it on Mike. <laughs> Might as well be me. I, I, I only will do it if I'm really proud of the one that's about to come that, out. That was, I wasn't proud you of that one. leaned off in shame. Like, these are weak. These are weak. Uh. I, wasn't, I wasn't proud of that one, but whatever. 
I'll um, amplify it. But again, we'll but just again, have a bonus section. It's just us having a burp contest. Cat, Cat Three is is a, a tremendous hop flavor. Um, I mean, again, this is a great introductory IPA, but at the same time, due to who really or or dudettes who really appreciate IPAs, this one's really easy drinking. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had the. I don't think I've had the Cat Three because I don't drink IPAs. Right. But drinking this now, it's like super like floral and tropical, and you get the quick burst in the beginning. And it just kind of mellows out and kind of like honeys out a little right. bit. And, it's not overly bitter. It's not overly back. bitter. Not, it's you know, awesome. and, and again, awesome, while awesome. while we love hops and why we love you know the flavors and aromas that hops can provide. We're not trying to pull the enamel from your teeth. We ain't trying to pull the taste buds off your tongue. I mean, we've done beer dinners where Cat 3 was the first beer. And a lot of times when you're doing, like, a beer dinner, it's like, oh, don't give an IPA. They'll never be able to taste anything afterwards. Well, you can. I I know people who've been here and hung out who've had a Cat 3 and then an Imperial Stout and then, you know, Florida Blonde and can still taste the beer and enjoy themselves. So, I mean, while that's big in flavor up front, it goes away pretty quickly. Rounds out dry. Can't beat that. Yeah, it's fan- it's awesome. I'm a I'm a big fan of this single IPA. It's very rare, very rare that you like beer at all. That I like IPAs. <laughs> well, and, and, and again, you know, it's it, it, whatever it, cider boy. Well, what, 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 <laughs> no, uh, you're the cider guy. Yeah, that's cider that's, boy. That, that's true. IPAs can be pretty scary uh, to people who don't typically like that bitterness. But again, we're not trying to scare people. We want to bring more people to the party. So, what so do you we, think, Darren? Did you say you like to party? <laughs> I I also yeah. like to party. You like to drink? I like to drink. I drink right now. <laughs> My name's Darren, and I like to party. <laughs> That's not a T-shirt. Next month, I will be upset. My name is and, Darren. And, I like and, to party, and dude. It's glasses and a curly mustache. Game over. Hey man, I got you this rock to solidify our uh, friendship. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. That's the greatest. <laughs> If you guys don't know what we're talking, it's Hot no, Rod. No, the it's movie Hot, Hot Rod. No, it's from Hot Rod. Yeah. So <laughs> we remade your bike. Oh, thanks, man. You're the greatest. Hey, man, I got you this rock. Oh, sweet, man. You're the greatest. <laughs> no, it's delicious. Hey, obviously, like thank said. you, Darren. Do you think you could drive me to the hospital for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> what is it? What's it? Uh, three flaming Dr. Peppers. There was the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, anyway, back on track. Back, back on track. track. Thank so, you, any questions about Cat 3? Darren, what do you think of Cat 3? Yeah, back to back what to I back think to what about you think it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, like I said, it's what got me into Do South. And then, obviously, Caramel Cream, you can't go without. but And don't miss out whenever you see Imperial Caramel Cream or any treatment of Caramel Cream. Definitely not. The orange? Well, oh, the orange? You guys, again. shut your mouth. Wait until you get to see some Northern Exposure. That's the bees, knees, the dogs, bollocks, and the rooster's cock. That sounds topless to me. Northern Uh, Northern exposure. exposure, Basically, we take maple syrup and we put a whole whole bunch of it in caramel cream ale, and it's awesome. Maple maple anything. Just called northern exposure, yeah. Just make make maple syrup, alcoholic maple syrup, because I would love that. (laughs) Put on my French toast. (laughs) So, Brian, can you guys do that? Alcoholic maple syrup? No. Why? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty good at making beer, man. I don't know about oh, that other okay. stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, this is awesome. I like this one a lot. Awesome. Super intro, yeah. Um, so the last one, and uh, I'm sorry it's not four, but uh, dumb. Um, but it's uh, category. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. I caught up. Yeah. So this is the one, um, again, I said it earlier on, but 
I, I will happily say it again. I would put this beer up against any double IPA in the United States of America, the Category 5 Imperial IPA. Um, and th this is just me being biased. It's not a Do South Company motto. Uh, Brian Tonneson on Facebook, I'm the only other one. There's a little Norwegian boy. That is not me. I am the one next to a Do South snifter. You can friend me and then tell me that I'm wrong, but I'm probably not going to be wrong. Um, so Category 5 Imperial IPA sits at about... I hope eight. somebody just fucking goes after that little <laughs> Swedish kid. <laughs> yeah. like, really hey, Dick, that Cat 5 sucks. You're like, fucking wrong, You're kid. fucking wrong, yeah, Brian. No, no I, I'm not. Uh, I, I put this one up against any Imperial IPA in the, in the country. Um, this beer is all of 8.5, but it doesn't drink that way. Um, you get that big rush of grapefruit, that big rush of citrus... It rounds out super dry, but then you get like, a little bit of pineapple on the back end. Um, it, it lingers for a little bit and then just kind of disappears. Aromatically is where you can really fall in love with this beer. The, the aromatics are just like, you know, you get that big rush of hops, but you know malt variety is there too. Um, I don't like to say balanced. I don't think beers are good when they're balanced. I think when a beer is perfectly blended together because you're, you're working with a lot of different ingredients there. This is a perfect blend of malt and hops. You know, you're not getting dominated by the hop variety, and you're not getting dominated by the malt variety, but you know those suckers are there, and you know they're doing their job. Um, you know, the, the hops are up front, the malts are on the back end, and then it dries out. Forget it, man. That's, that's just an incredible beer. It's definitely, the hop is, is a lot more present in this one for me, with the grapefruit and, like, the pineapple yeah, I was like, the pineapple is perfect on the yeah. back. Like, yeah. you said that. I was and like, again, yep. there's there's no pineapple or grapefruit in that beer. It's a derivative of the hop varieties used when they're used. Which is mind-blowing that you get that flavor and not use the fruit that you pick up on. Because most people will add ruby red grapefruit or, right. you know, pi pineapple chunks. I mean, it you, almost but. tastes like it's a grapefruit IPA, which is right. insane because it's not. And then you could probably make a really killer grapefruit IPA out of it. But It's pretty, um, it's pretty awesome. It's <laughs> a it's a fruit bomb, but it's not. It's like right. it's got the booziness that I love because I, I do like that boozy taste, but it's not overwhelming. I would have put it at 8% if, if, if you hadn't told me it was 8-2. Eight five. Eight, eight five. five. So I would, yeah, I would put it right around eight percent if I was just tasting it. But it's so good. It, it's just like a perfect double IPA, like you said. It's it, it holds up. You know, I mean, if somebody put a Pliny the Elder in this on the table right now, I'd choose this over Pliny any day. That is high praise. I'm, I well, <laughs> I'm also notoriously not a big a fan Pliny of Pliny, here. but yeah. but it is it is a well sought after double IPA, and it is great too. It's just I don't think it deserves the praise that it gets, but. Um, that's why I use that as an example. This is to, to put it into perspective for the people who love Pliny so much. This beer is better, and and it's it's up there with the double IPAs of the world that you try and, and, and you can get it year round. And you can get it year round. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's Seven Elevens in Palm Beach County. There's a couple places down south that carry it independently. Um, downstairs, stop and shop locations that carry sure. it. Um, unreal the response to that beer. But again, we we can make a lot more of it. Yeah, World of Beer UCF carries it, just so you know. I, I, well, they're one of the best. World of Beer UCF. <laughs> Y'all, you guys also got an OCAT 5 too, right? Uh, We've got a yeah. few things. Yeah, you got a few things here and there. You're about to get a lot more, so. <laughs> we, we, got, we got a few of, of your things, and whenever anything comes out, we kind of get it every time. Well, every time. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> they support Do South. No, and, and, yeah. Do South supports us, man. Yeah, that pays true. our bills. Yeah. They're not hard to sell those kegs, so. You know, oh, no, I know, I know, standoff yeah. when it comes out, people come out for that. Oh, for uh, that sure. Would've, that would have been in the next segment had it not blown out on Father's Day. So, no. <laughs> sorry, guys. 
I've heard that beer more this weekend than I've had in my entire life. The Mexican standoff. Funk, is it? Did they funky re- said well, it. Yeah. Did they Johnson? rework the the recipe or something? Change or something? Because somebody said originally so, it was no, a, originally like, crazy it was hot. hot. I remember the first year it came. Crazy out. hot. It was Dave hot said that. Yeah. Uh, banjo so so the the initial the initial Mexican standoff, Baker's chocolate cinnamon habanero pepper. The variable of the habanero pepper is not something you can predict. When right. you start cutting them up, that's when you know. Yeah. So the first round of Mexican standoff that we started putting out to the market was a round of habanero pepper that was spicy as shit. I mean, burn your dick off. Sorry, but it would. <laughs> the kind where you don't pee when you're – got to wash your hands at least not, three times. You're not looking forward to go number two after that. But, <laughs> but I mean, with that bigger chocolate and that cinnamon, it's just like a perfectly blended beer. So, so to that end, um, a lot of people gravitated to that beer, but there were some people who would have it and go, I love the chocolate, I love that cinnamon, that vanilla is just kicking – but damn, that habanero is too much. Right. So then the next round, when we cut open the habanero, it was a little bit sweeter. Um, our thought as a brewery was, how can we put out a beer and then tell people that, you know, well, don't buy this one because it's too spicy, or don't buy this one because it's going to be this. How can we control that? Well, when we decide to make that beer, when we cut the habanero, we'll know. Um, and, and that's kind of how we've rolled with standoff going forward. Sure. So, yeah, the first couple rounds, yeah, that stuff was spicy. But there. It. Yeah, there, there was a, a good chunk of people who love the spice. But there are people who will buy that beer and have eight of them here in the tap room because it's a little bit more mellow. Um, yeah. For our anniversary party, or Cinco de Mayo, I should say, we released a beer called Extra Spicy Standoff where we put in habanero and Trinidad scorpion peppers. And, I mean, I, I can handle I would love it. <laughs> I can handle some heat. I love heat. I had two sips of that beer. I'm like, hey, dude, you want one? You can have this one. <laughs> um, yeah. It gets a lot overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um, so I overheard this while me and Darren were playing um, whatever the uh, shuffleboard game is over at Bang & Banjo. So this is not me, and it's, this isn't blowing smoke up your ass either, but I, I overheard it, and somebody there, and I don't remember if it was Dave or who it was, said, and this was literally this morning, uh, they said, Mexican standoff is the beer that Hunapu was supposed to be. Um, and that's what somebody... Somebody at Funky said that, too. Yeah? Yep. So I've, I've heard that now. That's, like you said, this weekend, everybody's talking about Mexican standoff. I like think it's at Lauderdale, this, I think somebody said that, too. It's, it's, they, they asked everybody's talking about going it. Tomorrow, so, oh, we're going to Bang & Banjo, then we're going to do South. And they're like, hey, have you had Mexican standoff? <laughs> it's a thing Huna wanted to be. So We appreciate that. Uh, that Every that, time. That's, that's high praise. <laughs> Um, we, maybe we should trade trench day for standoff day. And, uh, <laughs> well, what's what's really cool is uh, one year uh, locally, locally for Jupiter Craft Brewers Festival, um, there's an event called Field of Beers, and it's a food and beer pairing thing done inside a minor league park. It's one of the best events in the state of Florida. Uh, Thrillist and all these other dudes called it one of the best events ever. But we brought in Bourbon Barrel Age Mexican Standoff. Awesome beer. Amazing. Bourbon's there. Heat is there. I'm walking up to work the event. I've got my draft stick in hand. I've got everything in tow. And some dude is walking up. He's got this giant blanket wrapped around the thing. He's, like, lifting it up and going towards me. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, moving furniture, like, to where we are? Like, do we have, like, the VIP lounge? It was an ice sculpture of a cactus with a mustache, sombrero, holding a gun. The gun had a beer tube through it pointing out where we could pour the beer. And we were pouring bourbon barrel-aged Mexican standoff through an ice sculpture holding a gun that happened to have a mustache and a sombrero. 
Nice. That was a cactus. Damn. That was a cactus. <laughs> That's really cool. So maybe on Wednesday I talked to the boss about doing standoff day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. You, what was the event you were talking about? That's it's, at Jupiter? It's called Field of Beers. And, and it's in the Jupiter it's, Hammerheads. It's at, Roger, it's at Roger Dean Stadium. Yeah, the Jupiter Hammerheads ballpark. Okay, yeah, because I actually went to that event years ago. Um, I don't know if you guys were there or not yet. I don't remember what year that, it was. That was our first year at Field of Beers with the with – the, Awesome beer yeah. festival. Really great beer festival. Yeah. It's it's one of the – and it's intimate. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's the other thing. Cool. So we're going to take another quick break. Uh, thanks for the uh, core beers, Brian. And it's been, it's been awesome, man. These are all good. Check them out. Uh, and then we're going to head into some of their limited release, special release, seasonal release. As we like to say in Do South, as we like to say at Do South, shit's about to get weird. Shit's about to get weird. Shit's going to get and real weird. So we'll be right back. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another part three, three. 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 Right. of the Do South extravaganza. <laughs> extravaganza. Oh, going fancy going fancy. We're fancy motherfuckers right it now. It has been an extravaganza. It, it has been, yeah. been, man. I knew, dude, I'll tell you, I was looking forward to this one really, really bad because I just knew that you were going to bring something electric <laughs> to this, and it's happened. I t- Jeff, it's, well, you it's, be it's still early yet. Yeah. I said, Jeff, we're going to do South. He's like, wait, do South? He's like, I'm like, yeah. Is Brian going to be there? I'm like. Yeah, he'll be there. He's like, fuck, hell yeah. <laughs> I, it just, I'm our, in. <laughs> our show has a way of coming off the rails with you, and it's fun. I enjoy it yeah. in well, a great I mean, way. It hasn't been too weird. Like, Well, yeah. last time I, I think I, we I talked about pirate. sweaty head, yeah. We talked about like pirate parties and like. You, I, I believe it. I believe we actually ended up doing a party similar to that. We call it Boats and Oaks as yeah. opposed to Boats and yeah, Hoes. I remember that one. Yep. That one was... Yeah, and um, it was at Box Elder in Miami. We had a bunch of oaked. Uh, aged beers. Sure. It was the deadliest catch without the crabs. <laughs> we didn't run out of gas. We didn't call the A-Rabs. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a direct a line. Yeah, yeah. It was a deadliest And the that's a shirt. <laughs> it is. That's like better than any of my Jeffisms. But you, yours is one that we won't get into that. Mine are always just, just gross. gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like today, I'm just I'm taking a shit and I send them the little me shitting bitmoji. Oh, good. Like the one with like the guy just sitting right. on a toilet. I just sent him that. Have for you seen the ones of the like high dive swimmers before they hit the water? Their faces, the faces are all fucked yeah, up, yeah. and then they're on the toilet. Yeah. It's the greatest shit I've ever seen. I've uh, never seen that. I oh, haven't seen so it. Awesome. I need to see it. It sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. So let's go into. We have three do south awesome beers because uh, one we have to drive back to Orlando. We don't get too fucked up. You have to drive back to Orlando. This is also true. I have to fall asleep in the passenger seat. Right. So, With, gentlemen, there there is some coffee in one of these beers, so <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Now yeah. find out which one. <laughs> Next, this is like a it's like a game of saw, and except way more fun. Brewery spotlight, and there's no way we could just end on three. I mean, like realistically, there's what like five or six on tap right now. There's there's a lot that we, we have to get choose from, drunk. but like easy. Uh, well, I mean, a good chunk of you guys started with the one that I wanted to go with, and then, I mean, there's Rum Barrel Age Mariana Trench, which... We could try that. Let's count it. Everybody can take a sip of mine. Okay, good. I like it. And we'll then, count right, so then we can do we, that. Have right, we have now four. Now we have four. Now we have four. Hurrah. So, Jeff, you want to start with your Rum Barrel Age, because that's oh. been out here the longest. Um, I prefer yeah, to go with that one last, yeah. okay. and, and it gets better as it, it warms up. It gets way okay, better sure, as sure. it right. gets warm, because I've had it now right, warm, so and it's okay. amazing. All right, so Brian. So let numero us, uno. Let us begin with the much ballyhooed, much talked about um, beer that kind of uh, symbolizes what Do South can do as a brewery, and that is the Mariana Trench Imperial Stout. Um, oh my God! What? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so this beer sits at ten 
and a half percent alcohol. There's a little bit of sea salt, a little bit of uh, coffee, a little bit of wow. vanilla bean, um, but all blended together perfectly. Um, the mouthfeel in this beer is not really indicative of most imperial stouts. However, the flavor components are all over the place, which is really something that you're looking for in that beer. Um, heavy chocolate up front, rounding out with a little bit of coffee. That sea salt sits in there, and then that vanilla bean takes over. Rounding out with a good residual sweetness. Um, it's a big beer that does not drink like a big beer. It's a very dangerous beer. Um, a little risky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to that end, people love it. Um, we have a day set typically um, weekend before Super Bowl. I don't know how we always plan it out that way, but it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> um, essentially, um, we, we sell tickets, about 500, sometimes a little bit less than that, um, to a day at our brewery. Um, we don't make any money off of it, but it's a nice way to celebrate our fan base, to celebrate this beer. Uh, we have bottle sales that day. It's typically unlimited. It's how we operate. Um, and it's a great day to hang out to get some of the best beers in the state of Florida. Um, with 500 people, the lines are never that big. Uh, we rarely do a time tapping on that day. If we do, it's, it's something that you're not waiting in line for forever. Um, lots of great food trucks on that day. And, I mean, uh, I'm a little biased here, but I think it's the best beer event in Florida because you're, you're with 500 of your closest friends. Everyone's chill. It's a great thing. And the best thing about the beer community is we have a hard out at, like, 6 o'clock that day. It's, from like, noon to 6. Right. People leave. They're not just sitting in a chair like, nah, dude, you know, whatever. They're out the door and, and you know, continue the party wherever they want to go, be it Copper Point right up the road from us or, or whomever. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool day. But that beer is really worthy of a day like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. I would have never thought of sea salt in right. this beer until you said it. Yeah. And now when I taste it, because, like, it almost tastes like, a, like an imperial robust porter right. in a way because it's super – roasty and a lot of coffee and it's it's very robust um but it's it's not overly sweet it's and got it's that stouty yeah. you know yeah exactly it's not thick so it's almost a little bit like that of that robust porter would be um but that salt cuts it you know it like Correct. cuts through right at the in the middle and i wouldn't have been able to put my hand on it you know i wouldn't have been able to say what that is until you said it and i was like that's it you right. know it's that sea salt in there and again in 2014 that won a gold medal in the florida beer championship for imperial stout and you know how florida is with their imperial stouts to win a gold medal in the state of florida for imperial stout hell yeah um we're, we're pretty happy with that beer um we know our fan base is happy with that beer bottle sales for that beer go crazy it's it's brewery only for bottle a couple kegs go out to distribution here and there um but for the most part this beer is just it, it really defines what we can do as a brewery sure. and what our what our the deepest part of the ocean is is the deepest part of what we're able to do. Have you done cinnamon treatments with this? No, we, we I mean, you know, we don't like to treat trench all that frequently. I know okay. that we did we did a Java trench this this sure. past year. Um, I mean there's talks of other treatments of it. We do age it in barrels. One dude on Instagram, like it was so weird. It was like Cat Four drops on June 28th, it's a red IPA, and some dude goes, cookies and cream barrel-aged trench, or I'm never coming back. It's like, That's not even the same thing, though. Yeah, it's I'm like, come on, man, what are we doing here? I would love cookies the cookies and, and cream. Yeah, yeah. Why don't, eat, 
eat some ice cream and have yourself a, uh, you know. Just pour yeah. the beer on your cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah, game Just over get that. yourself some marshmallow fluff and put it in your beer if you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you come know? on, man. What Don't be we, a yeah. dick. So, but to, but, but to, to answer your question, there, there are no talks currently of a cinnamon trench, but you never know. You never we could know, be sitting right. around, like, we could be driving somewhere and someone goes, you know, I think cinnamon trench is a great idea. And all of a sudden, that theory just starts going around. That's how we operate as a brewery, man. We yeah. named a beer after a dude at a rest stop on our way to Tampa one day. It's called Manuel's Dojo. And that's maybe a different story for a different day. Manuel probably can do some mean karate dude, moves, though. Dude, yeah. Manuel cannot do a single thing in karate. <laughs> Manuel was all a three-foot tall and didn't know how to fill a top. Listen. Again, we'll save we, it another yeah, day. <laughs> this, this is another day. When that beer drops, I will give you guys a shout and tell you about Manuel's awesome. Dojo. But the more I talk about it, the more it turns into like an aristocrat's joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do we have for beer two here, Brian? Beer two well, is you a didn't beer. Didn't even give me time to finish beer one. Oh well, well yeah. I mean, gentlemen, what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm waiting for mine to get a little bit warm. Well, that's, that's so one beer way two. To do it. Um, this came again. This is the the due south way. We were sitting here one day and we're like. You know, Batch 500 is coming up, and, I, and I'm sitting right where you are, and I go, you know what? I think it'd be awesome if we made an Imperial Cafe Ole. And the boss, the captain, Mike, stood up, and I see him run out to the brew house. He goes, hey, Joel! <laughs> I see him walk towards him, and I knew exactly what it was. It was an Imperial Cafe Ole. And we started, we started talking around about what a good name would be, Jittery Joel. Joel, our brewer, a guy who I love to death, I think is one of the best human beings on the planet, nicest guy in the world. He follows us on Twitter. He, and he's, I, I mean, honestly, I, I go to places go, are you Brukaki? I go, no, I am not Brukaki, <laughs> but I fucking love that guy. <laughs> yeah. um, another weird What story. a great name, yeah. Brukaki. Yeah. His, he's very entertaining on Twitter. No, he's, <laughs> he's, one, of, he's one of the best guys in the world, and, yeah. and we're, we are beyond grateful that he's a part of our team, but... He is coffee beer guy. Um, I mean, if you if you look at anything he posts, it's always hashtag Team Coffee Beer, and it's usually like a coffee beer that he's drinking or something like that. Or like if he sees like Founder Sumatra Coffee, he'll comment Team Coffee Beer. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it just made sense. I'm like, we should call it Jittery Joel, and we're like, no, let's call it Jolt, J O E L T. You know. <laughs> but Imperial Cafe Ole just made too much sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, Joel, you lost. Yep. Right? We were going to do it. Sorry, I mean, there's already a beer named to. after him. And again, that's a different story for a different day. Um, I will just say one night in Ebor is pretty awesome. Uh, but uh, with Imperial Cafe Ole, um, you have a beer that's just about 10% alcohol. So it's Ooh. like that 9.6, 9.7, just about 10. Right. Um, locally roasted coffee from Argyle Coffee Roasters in Fort Lauderdale are the beans that we use for this one. And it's a custom roast that they make for us. So essentially what you have is a heavily coffee aromatic, Ooh. heavy coffee on the palate, and then that big residual sweetness. This beer's a little bit more thicker on the palate than, than most of our Imperial Stouts are. Uh, that's it. Pardon. Including Pico Duarte and some other ones. This beer's got tremendous flavor. That sweetness sticks to the side of your tongue. That vanilla bean just kind of takes over. But heavily coffee dominated. You know, it tastes Ooh. like it sits almost soft. Yeah, because yeah. you know that that coating, that vanilla, co- a beer that you would expect to like really get you in the mouth, it sits so soft and like gentle on your palate. That yeah, you wouldn't expect that. You wouldn't expect that beer to be almost ten percent alcohol, yeah. and again, not even a little bit. And that's like, and that's a that's scary. Beer. It's a very tough thing to do in brewing yeah. is to make a beer with that much body 
and that much alcohol presence and not have it be Uh-oh. that th- we're oh, getting about to get weird um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to make that beer seem like it's only you know sure yeah, yeah. imperial LA. you want to talk about it yeah Kara has a few things to say Kara about wants to talk LA. about yeah cafe LA is delicious imperial cafe LA. Imperial Cafe LA is just on another level. Can you talk to the microphone, please? Yes. Damn, Brian. Militant. Excuse me, right here. So Cafe LA just brings it, the Imperial style just brings it to another level, and it just gives it that extra burst of what it needs. Um, We love the the bitterness and the sweetness that it brings to uh, Due South here, but it's delicious, and you should try it. Well said. That's a T-shirt. Well done. <laughs> All of that on the back of a T-shirt. And the whole description. <laughs> you mean you mean talk right here? <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk in the microphone, Darren? <laughs> so yeah, uh, Darren, what do you think of the uh, Imperial Cafe LA? I I love regular Cafe LA, and this is the first time I'm having Imperial Cafe LA, so it's even awesome. better. Me too. It, I, it surprised me with the vanilla. I wouldn't sweetness. have thought it was. And again, 10%. you know, we're we're, yeah. we're we're four years old. You know, we're we're coming into our fourth year into our fifth year and to be at batch 500 meaning that we've made you know 500 rounds of beer and for this to be it game over yeah yeah nail on the head it's fantastic nail on the head Ding. <laughs> really good yeah. yeah incredible beer i would totally golf with this beer <laughs> that, it's, it, yeah oh, this yeah. is a golf it's, beer for yeah. sure inside joke it's it's an inside joke um <laughs> or you know uh, a golf course locally drinks more Cafe Olay on the golf course than Radler. So, apparently these guys found it very funny. Yeah, listen, you love your la- Radler, but I love my Cafe Olay, so I agree with you I guys. I do love Radler. I'm upset. It's okay. I, I didn't pick it. but okay, I'm, it I have now. one in front of me, so there's that. Does your dad drink Radler? No. Cause oh, if okay. you, no, if you if your dad drinks la- Radler, you have a dad and a mom. <laughs> if your dad oh. drinks cider, you got two moms. Moms. <laughs> Mike's going to eventually be that second mom <laughs> to an unfortunate that is, young that kid. Is a sitcom. He, curly in My two Orlando moms named Mike. Da, 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 an da, da. unfortunate man that he's, he's going to be raising this poor kid that has two moms. I'll be the best parent ever. He won't, Kids say, do. He won't gender it because he's the best mom ever. Kids do love you. But what bathroom does Mike go in? <laughs> oh. All of them. <laughs> I'll have a beer and I'll give in a In front fuck. of both. <laughs> Not in them, just in front. Oh, by I couldn't the- make it right, I'm sorry. <laughs> by the time that you're a parent, there'll probably be uh, those uh, unisex bathrooms in every place you go into. Yeah. Well, so most places have, like, yeah. both men's and women's. So anyway, Brian, what do we got for number so, three? Okay. So, again, I told you shit was going to get weird, right? It's about to get amazing. It's about to get a lot more awesome. So, yes. um, again, this is batch, I want to say, 100. Uh, so going back to, you know, kind of commemorating our batches, um, this is Imperial Cafe. Oh, sorry. This is not Imperial Cafe. Have another beer, Brian. This is Imperial Caramel Cream Ale. Yes. Yes. I could die happy now. <laughs> so basically what we do is we take our flagship beer, the Caramel Cream Ale, and we turn it way up. So we get. <laughs> I thought he was trying to that, reach my nipple. Or if this was a there. video podcast, that would have been the greatest <laughs> portion of it. Darren just reaching <laughs> over and pulling on the. Oh, we're, yeah. a, we're, a big and banjo. we're at Big and Banjo earlier, and, and me and Darren are sharing a mic. And instead of just taking the mic and turning it, he just like gets up on my shoulder and just like, <laughs> leans over and like leans on me. And I'm like, 
We're like, wait, what? what what's going on here? And, I, and so I just look at him and I'm like, just put your arm around him <laughs> and just turn the mic like like six inches. Just like, here you go, man. Like, That's so great. Just wanted to be close. But man, I, I, I wish people could have seen that. That was amazing. <laughs> that was so weird. Was Mike has this fuck? little dealie on his pocket and Darren My just PFG, reached bro. It just pulled PFG. it. PFG. Yeah. PFG. <laughs> anyway, so Imperial. So getting back to Imperial Caramel Cream Ale. So, um, again, I will go back because I got distracted and I've had a beer <laughs> or two. Um, so we have our, our Caramel Cream Ale, which a great beer on its own. This beer is turned way up with the Imperial version. Um, it's a lot more caramel malt. It's a lot more vanilla. But, again, I think they both kind of balance themselves out and, and you get a perfectly blended interpretation of what this beer can be. Um, it's all of 8% alcohol. But again, does not drink that way. Ha-ha. Nope. ha Getting us. Um, um, good residual sweetness, but that dissipates. That vanilla just kind of takes over. Sure. Um, you know, it lingers for a bit. Um, this beer is a little bit more suspect to treatments versus others in our portfolio because it's so versatile and because it's so different. Again, I can't tell you anything commercially like it. I can't find a beer that's anything like this one uh, available in the United States or Europe because I did sell European beers for for a short time in my life. I know I've uh, heard I've heard those stories. Oh, those are fun hanging stories. out with Ben and uh, Ben and Megan. Oh, oh yeah, hey, uh, Bitburger <laughs> had to get sold somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, but but to that end, uh, just an amazing beer, uh, very smooth, and not necessarily uh, something that you could. Uh, anticipate being in a beer. This beer is easily one of Mike's top ten favorite beers of all time. Are you using easily. the third person? Wow, you went third person. On I went this. third person. <laughs> right from everybody. The I, Mike says. I skipped the whole boner moving the table and just went to straight just cramming my pants. <laughs> like it's that good. You skipped the whole step there. I did, yeah. I, I didn't even have time to get a boner. Just hey man, that's a ground rule double then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a base. It was – I, I tried it, and I, I like Mike looks over at me, and I'm just like eyes rolled in the back of my head, excited that this beer exists. It's, yeah. I love it. And that we're having it right now. I'm literally – I'm, I'm going to savor this one. It's Do a good it. one to savor. This is one you make love to. Slowly. So what, what's awesome about that beer, again, on its own, it's awesome. But what we're able to do with it um, to impart different treatments to it, um, just makes that beer so much better. We add uh, Argyle Coffee Roasters coffee beans to it, sure. a little bit more vanilla, and we have a beer called Caramel Latte, which imparts a big coffee flavor up front, rounds out sweet, and that vanilla just kind of takes over. It's almost like a beer Starbucks. Uh, it's it's the best way to put it. Um, oh we also have had the, that earlier, and it was so amazing. So the much ballyhooed, much talked about. I get emails about this more than I care to admit. The maple orange Imperial Caramel Cream. Yeah, so I take it back. That beer. Yeah. Is a top ten. This beer is pretty much the and same what's, thing. And what's crazy is we have not canned that beer since 2013. We've released it in smaller distribution in 2014, 2015. So unbelievable. Yeah, it's um, – that, that beer is a top ten beer. It's Easy. It, I mean, at Extreme Fest in 2013, that beer really uh, kind of solidified that Due South can make extreme beers. Right. And, I mean, uh, the, the cans alone, unbelievable. And what's crazy is – while, while it's an 8% beer and while it's, you know, something that, you know, you think of beer as liquid bread, something that stays fresher, uh, not, not as long as, as most, you know, right. uh, commercial beers. We had a two-year aged one, American Craft Beer Week, last year. And holy shit, was it awesome. 
um, that that orange mellowed out completely, but it was still there, still providing that acid. Um, you know, the maple syrup kind of dominated. That sweetness kind of dissipated a little bit. Oh, my God. It was so awesome. Um, so oh. next time we – well, we do um, – occasionally we'll bottle that beer here at the brewery. It's a brewery-only release. But uh, keep your eyes peeled for cans coming up in 2016, 2017. Oh, my God. <laughs> If those cans release anywhere, I'm buying as many as I can. I'm going to hold on to them. We also failed to mention about our, uh, the other one that I was forced to have, and I'm glad that I was forced to have it. Wow, the churro. Uh, oh, the churro Holy cabra. cabra. Balls. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you were forced to have one. Yes, me yeah. too. Sorry I, that you had a really good beer, Derek. Well, my, well, my, <laughs> well my, my thing was initially I was like, I just saw a sign that says caramel latte. I and I that. got the caramel latte. Yeah, and he's just like, so good. did you see that they have this churro cabra? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a little <clears throat> bit of cinnamon, a little bit of sugar, uh, a little bit of coffee into the Imperial Caramel Cream. And ladies and gentlemen, you have yourself a liquid churro. It is awesome. And I do love churros. So those are both treatments of caramel cream then? Yes. Imperial Caramel Cream. Yeah. Okay. There's there's another Lots one. Lots you can do with that. There's another one I get to, I, I I get harassed about. I shouldn't say you know whatever. I, I walk into the, some of these craft beer bars uh, from Jacksonville down to Key West, and before I can even you know get out, hey, I'm Brian from Due South. I, it's peanut butter pepper imperial caramel cream. You know, no, that's not my name. I'm Brian. That's a, that's <laughs> a mouthful. Pleasure. Yeah, I'm that's Brian. a mouthful right there. So um, first time I saw this beer, I don't know. I know it may have existed prior to my existence in Due South. But we did a 42-beer tap takeover at uh, Tap 42 in Fort Lauderdale in February of awesome 2014. Awesome bar. Really cool bar. spot. Awesome people, too. I mean, easy people to work with. It's, it's, it's unreal. But um, we did a 42-beer tap takeover there. And the hit of the night, first of all, was Craft American Lager. That was the first beer to kick, and we had two half barrels there. Impressive. So, Wild. Yeah, which was I mean, well, the lower ABV stuff is usually the first to go. It's usually the one people drink the most of. Well, the thing is, on that night, we had bourbon barrel-aged Mariana Trench, chocolate Mariana Trench, coffee Mariana Trench, peanut butter, pepper, imperial caramel cream, uh, calling all cars, uh, uh, maple bacon calling all cars. I mean, we had... like calling all cars. We had... I completely forgot about that one. We had a myriad of... We had a myriad of... Holy We had a myriad of these crazy beers. We had two half barrels of Kraft American Lager, and the boss walks up. He goes, how's it going, man? I go, dude, guess which beer kicked first? He's like, Trench. I go, no. He goes, wasn't Trench? I go, no, dude, it wasn't Trench. He goes, cars. I go, not cars. Cocoa cars. Wasn't coconut cars. I go... He goes, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I go, Craft American Lager. He goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, That's it was insane. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I, I mean, good, good insane. But that, but yeah, peanut but. butter, pepper, imperial caramel cream. Um, it's a ton of peanuts. It's a little bit of pepper, and basically, it's like liquid Thai food. Black pepper, or like, like pepper, spicy pepper. Really, spice with peanut butter. Peanut. Um, it's almost like a chili, well, not, not like a butter, peanut butter peanut. chili. Dude, think think like peanut. Think like pad thai. Oh, pad like thai. pad thai. Think like five star pad thai. Not, not peanut butter, peanut. Peanut makes a lot. Well, we more call it sense. peanut butter because it's so much fun to say. <laughs> it just makes peanut. It more fun. But it's a <laughs> shit ton of peanuts. Uh, yeah, so that's like yeah, it's like pad thai. Yeah, that sounds like delicious. five star pad thai because it's spicy but sweet. sweet. Yeah, I'm totally so, into that. That beer on its own, though, however, awesome, amazing. So, so what? When, when are we seeing that? Um, <laughs> so, so well, just so I know, Wab, you see, I've got a keg, right? 
So remember, remember, remember our friend Christopher? I got some in there. He's oh. sending up your oh, way for sure. Oh, yeah. Mr. Walken Mr. over Walken. there. All right. He exists. <laughs> I'm over there. Got kegs inside of me. You guys should make a peanut butter and jelly beer. Oh, yeah. It's never been done before. This man's just loving on the peanut butter and jelly lately. I, I fucking love some of these <laughs> peanut butter and jelly beers. I don't care. I know they're cliche, but so is oh, everything dude. with cocoa nibs or and coconut. coconut. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, it, it always goes in waves, it doesn't make them, mean, It doesn't make them oh, bad. Right now, coffee IPAs. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, coffee. No, why is that coming back? That was like a thing a year ago. No, but just in the past month, it's been a I know, they're like, they're like coming back. And like session IPAs are all but gone. They disappeared. Mm. Well, so. you have you have some of these you have some of these um, you know national brands that are like hey wait a minute we're three we're three years behind the curve it's our turn to make a session IPA yeah um, but essentially um, you know it, right now it's it's these big heavy treatments that a lot of people are are really digging um, uh, someone in our brewery once said people won't buy a beer unless you put your dick in it these days. Um, I think it's one Yo, of the best a, quotes of all time. A dick yeast beer, though, would probably sell. Right. I mean, hell, there's that one that uses... The one in Europe? The Czech? The Czech beard? Which one's that? The, the one that uses a Czech supermodel's vagina yeast? Yes. Yeah, fuck that. that. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Hold Hello. on. It's not her vagina yeast. It's her essence. That's the way they market it. Her essence is in the beer. Uh, They're literally scraping her vagina and putting no, it in the beer. No, sample. They're duplicating this. Oh, no, it's they're using her yeast so and they're putting it in the beer. saying essence, it's steam. Whoa! It just got bright. Woo! Good thing we didn't. Sorry, have gentlemen. Video I'm this hideous. On. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, the ugly lights came on. Yeah. Um, no, and then there, what was the other one that I said? There was another one that was like absurd that they made. I'll think of it in a second. But anyway, yeah, there's one that from the check that has a it's a vagina. Yeah, I heard about that. I've oh, oh yeah, that. the other one is um is whale vomit oh, uh, beer out of Australia, and uh, there's this uh, the whale vomit that washes up on the beaches. It's worth like thou- hundreds of thousands of dollars per pound or something weird because they use it in um, colognes and perfumes to keep the scent for a long time. Whale vomit. They found yeah. this. It, it, it solidifies. From sperm whales, it's something in their stomach, and when they die, they regurgitate this stuff up. And it solidifies, and if you're lucky enough for it to wash up on the beach, you just made $100,000 because you pick it up and you sell it to a perfume company for $100,000. Leave it up to an Australian person and, to find that, by the way. And then try well, like, so all right, got bit by a shark, found some whale semen, used it in a perfume, right? <laughs> Everything's okay. <laughs> well, so this dude, this dude finds it, right? This guy who owns a brewery finds this stuff, and instead of selling it for a ton of money, he keeps it and says, I want to make a beer out of it. And he made a beer out of whale vomit. And apparently, the reviews are that it's the most disgusting fucking thing on planet Earth. <laughs> but, but I'm but sure that dude is like everybody so is selling. No, he he's like it sucks. But people are buying it like fucking crazy because of what it is. And I'm like, well, I'll try weird beer. I, and I'm like in the same boat where I'm like, I'm sure it fucking sucks. I want to drink a glass of it. Can you imagine going to like op- can you imagine going to like opposite trench day or opposite Huda Poo day? It's like we are waiting in line to get the worst beer of all time. I am right? buying cases of this bullshit. Like, <laughs> two bottle limit for the whale vomit. Two bottle limit. But again, leave it up to an Australian guy. They're the most optimistic people in the world. Like I like to think I'm optimistic to a certain degree. They're like they're like. Missing four fingers because a stingray bit my arm. It's all good though. Uh, like stuck yeah. on my thumb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Found some whale vomit. Turned a beer into it. It's terrible, but people buy it. 
No, the best one. Uh, that one was funny. The best part about the uh, the, the Czech beer is it guarantees that the, the woman's essence will stay with you for one week. Oh. It, that's a guarantee. Just what I want. That's Why? a guarantee. You get you get to keep her essence for a whole week. I'm like, body. bitch, I'm going to piss that, that shit out in, like a, in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that essence ain't being anywhere near you. me. Yeah, it stays with you. So anyway, Imperial Caramel Cream is awesome. Well, everyone oh, think yeah. about it. So. Jeff and Peril, and Peril, you already finished your Imperial I finished Cream it. It's amazing. I mean, we know it's amazing. Well, we do have one more awesome. if we're going to pass. Yeah. pass oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. we do. One more. All right. Uno mas. I've already had it, so I'll, I'll kick it off, so I guess. So the, the last one here, and Ooh, it, is, it is. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So um, we nice. took our Mariana Trench Imperial Stout, the award-winning Mariana Trench Imperial Stout. We aged oh, it in so Wicked, Wicked Dolphin um, rum barrels. Um, it's kind of a neat little program that we're doing with them. Um, they're taking the barrels that we age Mary on a trench in and then using them to distill rum in. So it's really kind of neat. Uh, they're going to be doing a bottle release relatively soon, probably within the next year or so. But again, that barrel right now did have rum in it. It now had Mary on a trench and they are going to put more rum, more rum in, in, it. in yeah. that barrel. Oh, that's cool. Which we're pretty happy about. So it's like but, a pass off program. Correct. <laughs> Um, I mean, local distillery and local breweries coming together. So this one is relatively young. This beer was released to the public yesterday uh, in bottle sales and in draft. So that rum on the nose and the rum on the palate is still pretty heavy. However, versus our bourbon barrel-aged trench, which was released to the public, it's not nearly as hot. That that rum flavor is there, but it's not overbearing. It's oh, no, like you nice know, sweetness to it. Yeah, all. it's it's not like you're doing a shot of rum and then chugging an imperial stout. Right. This blend is perfect. I mean, the, oh, the, yeah. the blend of that vanilla with a little bit of that sea salt blended with, like, that, that sweetness of the rum, that sugary sweetness, it's unreal. Um, I, I had one for the first time before you guys showed up. I, uh, I got all podcast willied and had two yeah. beers before you. Uh, so so uh, I had two rum trenches before you showed up. And uh, I, I fell in love with that beer immediately. I think it's, so one it's of the, amazing warm, amazing warm. And I mean, you know, bourbon barrels are usually like the way to go when it comes to beer. And a lot of people will, will use the first bathroom uh, right through those doors, dude. Uh, hey, don't worry about it, Brian. It's all good. Um, but uh, <laughs> wait, but he's Brian too. There's two Brian's. Holy! He actually shit. has my old name tag when I worked here as a taproom person, <laughs> <laughs> and he spells it with a Y, so that's awesome. It's, <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean the, the, the rum is there, but I mean this imparts that sweetness, and I really think that it does more justice to the beer than bourbon barrel aging can. Yeah. So it's uh, I've been drinking it periodically from cold to warm, um, and cold I thought it needed more age. Um, I thought it was very rum and, and barrel-y and, and boozy. As it got warm, usually the opposite. Usually the booze comes out when it gets warm. This one, like, blended and mellowed out Mellow as it got lot, way yeah. now when it's warm. I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to take out my fridge when I get home and just leave it out on the counter. So I think, I, I mean, every beer that we've had so far um, has been, like, legit. Really legit. Not one beer that I was like, no, oh, you know, it's okay, or it's average, or like, no, oh, you know. Dew South is amazing. It's like everything is like just great beer. Fantastic. And, and, and again, I, I think a large part of the reason why a lot of people don't know who we are is because we've never really communicated our story. Yeah. So when I, when I was going back to, you know, what we were talking about earlier, 
you know, with, with what new, what's new and exciting, we're going to be communicating that a little bit more effectively than we ever have. Right, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's it's, like, super cool for you that you get to work for a brewery where you actually enjoy drinking your own beer. It's it's the greatest thing in the world. And I've, I I've like worked. you have to do that because if you can't, that's – There's, so many, there's so many people who have to fake it, and you don't because your beers are great. It's and the thing is, it's I you know everyone always, oh it's your favorite beer and like you know like I bullshit I'm like oh Cat Four you know yeah, yeah it's like Sophie's choice if I like I couldn't pick just one do you know what I mean it's right. not like I couldn't live on an island and be like but Imperial Caramel Cream you can't come no no you have to come and you uh, Weekender Vice you have to come too and several other <laughs> on it, it would be like a, an island of the beers and I would be cast off it's like yeah. all right as long as you guys are okay. But yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. It's a it's a it's a great company to work for. Um, it, it's a great brewery to work for. Um, the the people running it are are so easy to work for. And I, I I mean, you know, it's even when I wasn't working for Due South, which is why I came back. Um, I I left here to take a promotion with a distribution network. Um, I left. I was gone for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Um, and and the role I was in before. Such bullshit. It was it was two days a week. It was Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday, occasional Sunday for tours. And um, uh, I would come in here in the building, you know, not selling their beer out in the market, working for another uh, brewery. They would give me uh, employee beer, you know, underfilled cans and some other stuff. It's like you're part of the family, man. I'm like, I haven't been here in a year and a half, and you're giving me free beer. That's unreal. Yeah. And like. Oh, you want a T-shirt? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a T-shirt. And like, oh, this one's for you. You know, it's a club. T- you know, you know this, that, and the other thing. Sure. So, when when Mike finally approached me to take this job, I'm like, there's no. We don't have to talk tomorrow at all, man. Yeah. Like taking this shit right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I'd love. It, it, for for me, it was coming back home. I live five minutes from here, so it it was coming back home. Uh, figuratively and literally and and all that stuff. That's awesome, man. There's something to be said about a company that really takes notice and takes care of their employees and treats them right. And and that will take you so far in business. Um, You know, it's not necessarily apparent to the consumer, won't necessarily know how you are treated, but they will. Because when you treat your employees properly, then it shows all the way through. And that's why your beers are great. And that's why you're out in the market working as hard as you do and doing everything you do because you love this place right. and because they love you and they appreciate what you're doing. So that's, I mean, I, I'm really happy to hear that because I love do South and I'm glad that they understand what they're doing in business and understand how to treat people. And it's really awesome. So Brian, as we're, as we're kind of wrapping up here, anything you kind of want to give a shout out to plugs, we don't do plug in anywhere, but we'll, we'll let you do plugs. Um, <laughs> Only you, though. I'll be plugging your mom. Oh, no, 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 I'm kidding. Um, sorry, plugging your dad. It's Father's Day. Um, <laughs> We're plugging dads on this episode. No, um, uh, special shout out to um, you guys for coming here at the Bar Podcast. Um, we will certainly uh, flood all of our outlets letting you uh, when this releases. Uh, sorry, it's released right now. Um, you know, <laughs> you're listening to it right now. <laughs> you're listening to it live. It's not Father's Day. No, um, no, we'll, we'll certainly do that. You guys, um, it's it's always great to have fans. Um, I, I I I don't have a whole lot of people to plug at the moment. I will say that June 28th, Category Four IPA drops. Uh, we're very happy about that. Dry Hop Series Pales. We're incredibly happy about that. Um, I like you what know, you did there. Yep. <laughs> 
keep your eyes peeled for the new tap room opening up sometime in January. Um, and uh, to all our fans, um, or oh, sorry, I should plug to all the people who think Cat Five doesn't stand up to any other Imperial IPA in the United States of America. Brian Tonneson on Facebook, and I'm not the little Norwegian boy. I'm the dude standing next to the dude South Snifter. Uh, tell me that I'm wrong, and I will tell you that you're wrong. And um, fuck you. Yeah. And <laughs> fuck you. No. <laughs> and also send all those comments to add the bar podcast because I, I think it'd be hilarious. Do yes. that shit, please. Do. Um, you friend that do, little Norwegian boy. And the Norwegian boy needs friends. <laughs> he oh, needs some friends. He looks like he's having a great time there. He's got Lefsa on his face. He's having a great time. Um, <laughs> that is potato flatbread for those of you who don't know Norwegian food or culinary. Uh, <laughs> um, but but to that end, um, thank you to everyone who's ever purchased the Do South beer. Thank you to everyone who's ever purchased the pint. World of Beer UCF, we can't thank you guys enough for supporting us in Orlando. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Yo, all. come to fucking Do South. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Hey, it, oh. Only, it only took us forever. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, uh, well, here we go. Thank oh, sorry. God we finally got here. Ladies man. and gentlemen, come to Do South Brewing, 2900 High Ridge Road, food trucks, Thursday through Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. That's Crowler a fills. <laughs> <laughs> Such a promo. Yes. Do sell. Do Sunday. 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 Road. <laughs> I mean, we we talk about Do South all the time on the podcast. Yeah, and, it's and almost like, like this visit too just, much, but it's not because they're awesome. But this visit solidified all the dumb shit we say, Jeff. You and I. Don't say you and I. All the dumb shit I say. Okay. Well, I was being polite. It's <laughs> all the dumb the shit you say. <laughs> all the dumb shit that you on air correct me on, and I actively tell you you're wrong. And then we find out that you were actually right, and I was wrong. Yeah, like saying Rolling Rock was an ale. Hey, I thought it was an EPA, dog. It very well may be at this point. It's made in St. <laughs> Louis. It's not made in yeah. uh, Latrue. I don't think that they're lagering that beer for a long time, okay? So that come down to, to get South, out. for reals. You won't be disappointed. No, not at all. And everyone's I'm really so nice, glad friendly. I got out here. Everyone's really happy, happy to serve you guys you know, and everything. So Kara's tight. Yeah. Come yeah, to Boynton Beach. I agree. And if you see this man's face... It'll always brighten your day. Yeah. I will certainly try to. God, if you see Brian down here, just come and give him a big hug. Brian with an I and not a Y. They, um, <laughs> we don't know Brian I, with a Y. <laughs> but I, when I first got hired, Joel Harper. he does Harper, work here, too. Joel, he well, it actually too. wasn't when I first got hired. I, I came down here when I was working for Brown and picked up some growlers for an event in Miami. And Joel, our brewer, was just working down here for the first time and uh, took some growlers from him. And I, by the time I got on the road, it was a Facebook post. I had like a 3,000 likes, it seemed like. It's like... Brian Tonneson just showed up, and I'm going to be in a good mood for the whole day. Dude has Care Bear gonorrhea or something. <laughs> Care Bear gonorrhea. Yeah. Those Care Bears definitely have STDs, dude. They, you know they fuck each other. <laughs> well, oh. no, we were, we were going to make shirts like Care Bears. So, like, mine was going to be an anchor, and his was going to be a cup of coffee. And, like, some dude was going to have bubbles like Care Bears. Yeah, like, yeah. bubbles for caramel That'd cream. That'd be legit, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, no, we're not wasting the money on that. <laughs> we'll just wear our... Do we'll, South we'll, do, we'll do personal teas if we want yeah. to do that. I'm going to give a shout-out to Joel, man. Brukaki. Yeah. Boo, Brukaki. Brukaki. Yeah. Not Bukaki. Don't look guy. for Bukaki. There are some things I'd love to talk about of what he was able to do that I can't, but it's the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. I will tell you off mic, it's the coolest. Cool. Just don't search for Bukaki. <laughs> search for Brukaki. You right. won't find much. Bukaki will give you a lot more stuff. <laughs> I just don't think you'll be happy with it. Yeah. So come on down to Do South here in Boynton Beach, South Florida. You will not be disappointed. Once again, thanks for everybody for listening and watching. 
You can find us on all social media. I will be posting that in the video. I'm not going to say it all again. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> Google Play. not going to say it all iTunes. again, and then I'm going to say it all. Well, I'll give a, a huge thanks to Brian. And, and the people. I did say Stitcher. You got Stitcher. You got it all. Huge thanks to Brian and the Due South staff no, guys, being thank so you. nice. Thank man. you again for thinking of awesome. us and coming by, and we're thrilled. We were pumped to be here. Absolutely excited. So thank you for thank letting you. it happen. Awesome. So thanks again for listening and watching. Until next time, we'll see you at the bar. See you at the bar. <laughs> <laughs>